there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. I'm Luke Robertson. I'm Andrew Saltmarsh. And I'm Cam Smith. Good levels, everyone. It's been a big week for conspiracies, or it was going to be. Just after, mere hours after our last episode, WikiLeaks finally dropped Vault 7. I almost stayed up to watch Vault 7. Yeah. Uh, the, the big press the press conference. I thought about it too when you mentioned it on the group chat and I was like, ooh. But then they delayed it by like two hours. So it was like three in the morning. Like one in the morning. It's too late. It's yeah. way too late. Yeah, not on a school night, guys. Not on a school night. <laughs> Julian Assange being an Australian, he should know. Yeah. To Which time should be his better. target audience, right? I think so. Sell out. What is Vault 7, Cam? Vault 7 is a trove of documents mm-hmm. leaked from the CIA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, it's all sort of dev notes yeah, and meeting minutes. Like, almost like project, they've got project management files. Yeah. They're packed into their bloody hack, their bloody... <laughs> Damn it, I couldn't think of the program name. Cut that. Yeah, they've, ha- they've hacked into the CIA Slack, Slack. chats. Yeah. <laughs> they've, g- they've gone right into their Atlassian. Yeah. Atlassian, that's what I was thinking. And they pumped it up. Yeah, this, WikiLeaks pumped it up. Mm. They've been teasing this uh, this Vault 7 thing since February. Yeah, right. And teasing it with like weird symbols and like in apocalyptic tones. Yeah, it was very like society is going to be reset. Zero day was the... Uh, year zero. Year zero, sorry. Society was going to be reset as a result of this leak. Yeah. And what was it? It was just that. It was a bunch of CIA, like, hacker documents, mm. sort of detailing different programs they use to monitor telephones, smart mm. TVs, mm. to maybe control smart cars and stuff like that. It wasn't really like the Snowden leaks, yes. which were documents about, like, on a grander scale, detailing the, what the NSA was up to. It this, was, these were just, here's a bunch of nerd devs. A lot of it was proof of concept stuff. Yeah. Well, not even that. Like, a lot of it was, hey, maybe we should start investigating this. Yeah. And, which is fine. You kind of know that that's what they're up to. But I expected them to come out with, hey, we can do this, and here's like 20 times where we've done it. Yeah. No, it wasn't really that. This was just from the bit of the server where they're talking about what we might be able to do. And emoji. What was that? that? I only saw the screenshot, but it was Japanese emoji. Yeah. It's like, this is the flipping the table emoji. This is the... the, Yeah, it was just... I mean, it's just files. And so some guy at the CIA had a file of all of the different crazy Japanese emojis that you can make with text. (laughs) Just in case. It's a good document to have, just in case you... I don't know, someone posts a a flipping table one, and you're like, what does that mean? Well, you can tell, because you can see it's a little guy flipping the table. Also, a lot of them were named after nerd things. Yeah. Like a lot so, of the projects. So, we learnt, what we learned is the CIA can listen to you, all of your phone calls, mm-hmm. they can watch you through your TV, mm-hmm. and that they're all nerds. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pokemon, 
featured heavily. Yeah, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. So Weeping Angel was the name of the uh, of the Samsung smart TV hack. Yeah. Which, oh my god, what really annoyed me about the Samsung smart TV hack was that they were like the people talking about these great revelations. They're like, uh, so they can watch you through your TV, or they can listen through your TV. They can turn it into a microphone. Now, what if? You're watching TV, you're probably not talking, right? So, they've also developed this hack where they make your TV look like it's turned off. It's actually on. It's like, yeah, what? <laughs> of course they did. It's the idea, what's the point of having a microphone, a secret microphone if it's not on all the time? Yeah. The, well, the, the light's not on, so it mustn't be on. That doesn't mean anything. The One of the things that I was reading about that one said that it was only like a specific model of the Samsung TV they got this hack on and only if you hadn't upgraded your firmware. So if you read like the headlines of, you know, the, the sort of alarmist headlines of all some Samsung TVs are spying on you, it's not really true. And I think that was the case for a lot of them. Like it was a lot of outdated firmware and things like that. But they were just collecting as much as they could of that stuff. Should a target have a Samsung TV? What sort of TV do you have, Cam? I don't know some Kogan one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is it like, but it, if the Kogan TVs aren't owned, then mm. what what TVs are? Yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, it was a shame, but never let a letdown get in the way of a good conspiracy. Yeah. What did we find? Well, we were watching today, salty a guy called Lionel. Who I wrote his name down. His name was I can't find it. Lionel. Lionel Nation. Yeah, this is his YouTube channel. He's been like a, a proper radio guy mm. for a while. He's something legit. I didn't go as far as looking him up, but on his shelf behind him, he's got an Emmy Award. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's done something at some stage. He also has a few of his books on the shelf behind him that he's written. One of them is like, um, I can't remember what the title was, but the subtitle was like uh, America's Favourite Contrarian. But he started out as like a... Um, so he was a talk radio guy, and I think he's moved into sort of the digital realm now he does like i think he does multiple live shows every day uh that was another guy oh, all right. another guy who goes live at nine and then at one at oh nine. yeah that guy man that guy's taken way too many antidepressants he was like <laughs> <laughs> no okay but lionel yeah he, he's used to be like a radio like a talkback guy in like florida or something but he started out as like a talkback caller and lionel comes from some like movie, I think it's like an Al Pacino movie or something mm. where one of the characters is called Lionel because the problem he was running into with building his talkback brand as a caller mm. was, that appa- <laughs> was that apparently they never would say the names of the people on mm. air. They'd just be like, all right, uh, Green Bay, you're on the air. Yeah, right. And so he'd been watching this movie, Lionel. He's like, oh, this will be a way for people to understand that it's the same cooked bloke calling the radio all the time because <laughs> we know we all know like that the serial radio talkback callers are like the ones who are like with it yeah, and, the, and the most legit guys <laughs> when you're when you're looking for people to host a radio show yeah who are the crazy people that ring up every day yeah him but it worked for him yeah obviously well it really worked for him because he went in there he was looking at this uh this weekend slot for four hours on a sunday mm-hmm. he went in there thinking oh all right, so I'm going to have to pay to be on the radio. This sucks. Mm. He's like, they're like, so how much do you reckon? He's like, well, what do you reckon would be fair? And they're like, oh, $100. And he's like, all right, suppose. And they're like, all right, so what are your bank details so we can put it in? He's like, what? You're paying me? (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know how your job works. No. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed like a lot of these guys have these weird gaps of knowledge. (laughs) Um, but lo- the point of Lionel, though, is that uh, this whole leak thing is part of the war that's going on between the CIA and the NSA. Not the FBI, because that's... I've heard the CIA are fighting the FBI. Well, the CIA and the FBI's like uh, jurisdiction doesn't overlap. Mm. I know that from television and movies. So the CIA, <laughs> the CIA are only supposed to deal with uh, foreign entities. Mm. And it's the same with the NSA. Mm. The FBI is supposed to be limited to matters on American soil. Mm. So 
Yeah, it sort of like it would make sense that I guess the CIA and the NSA would have like competing mm. interests. Mm. But we're all in this together, guys. Wasn't that didn't that happen after September 11? and everyone's like, hey, we need to start sharing information. So let's start doing it. Never happened though, did it? No. Because they're all doubling up on their bloody listening devices. Now, I couldn't find anything about, like I couldn't find a lot about this CIA, NSA beef. Beef. I did find on whatdoesitmean.com uh, a report by Sorcha Fahl, and as reported to her Western subscribers, this is a whatdoesitmean.com is this website. It's They report a lot of stuff by this Sorcha Fahl person mm. who's supposed to be like a Russian scientist, mm. but I think is actually just some guy, like okay. some American guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Trump, ex- this is from January 4. Trump explodes in cold anger after CIA NSA gun battle in Lower Manhattan. Gun battle? Jeebus. Like shooting at each other? Yeah. So I found, I tracked down like the actual incident and there was just like a, like a routine shooting right. in Lower Manhattan well, at around that what, time. what they want you to think though, right? Yeah. Well, apparently it was the CIA and the NSA fighting. Mm. But then it was interesting watching like this guy, this obviously is very much what they call fake news. Mm, right. But then you see it sort of propagate through like uh, YouTube videos where they just read it out in like yep. the robot voice, etc. Yeah, yeah. And then it sort of filters through and then eventually you get to stuff where it's like this Lionel guy who is on the fringe but is sort of semi-mainstream mm. sort of ranting about this war between the CIA and the NSA. Chinese whispered to fact, basically. Mm. What else did you guys get on Vault 7? Oh, what, let's talk about Exposed Truth. He was the guy that just read the article, but he does it nine, nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, one o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he went on to talk about Michael Hastings, who came up a lot on this. Yeah. He was a journalist that was killed in a car crash. He was paranoid that the CEO or someone was, was hacking his car anyway, and he was trying to borrow his neighbor's cars. Was he? he? Yeah, apparently. Uh, but then he ended up just driving his own car. Yeah. Well, he, I think he was paranoid that someone was going to get him. Yeah, well, he, the guy said that, though. He was on record as saying he was scared about driving his car. Yeah. He probably thought they were going to blow it up, though. Not that that'd be... Well, allegedly so they did. Tr- so tricky as to like uh, just turn alle- off the brakes. Allegedly they did. Well, that was always the story. They, they blew it up and then crashed into a tree because the engine was like 60 metres away or whatever. And Mercedes-Benz allegedly said... Well, that wouldn't happen. In our tests of blowing up cars, the engine only ever makes it 30 metres. <laughs> yeah. um, that was not verified anywhere. The, then it, you read the other side where his brother was really worried about him. So he had come to stay with him for a couple of weeks because he was having manic episodes and his job was making him paranoid and he was yeah. having a bit of a breakdown. So he did have an article coming out about the CIA, allegedly, and he'd had some pretty big articles He'd won a few awards mm. um, for his investigative journalism, so he was a pretty pretty serious dude. And he had information on Obama as well, apparently. I guess all tied into the CIA mm. stuff. Mm. He had to go. He had to go. So, But this guy's linking it to that, saying, look, yep. there's this stuff in these files about them being able to hack control cars. hack cars. Yeah, and that's, that's becoming one of those, again, sort of Chinese whispered into fact across conspiracy forums everywhere. Michael Hastings, definitely. Now we know the CIA were looking into it. Mm. Definitely they did it um, But like the the document Saying they were looking at doing that kind of a thing Came out like a year after he died Yeah So It's us And also your car has to be connected to the internet Does it? Does it? Yes <laughs> Maybe they've built little dongles into everyone's car Yeah people were saying like cars built since certain time Or have something I don't know I don't know much about it About cars really Not a car guy No You know who was a car guy? Paul Walker, yep. also apparently taken out by hacking his car. Paul Walker, star of the Fast yeah. franchise. And why did Paul Walker have to Now, go? when I first heard this, I was like, why on earth would the CIA want to take out Paul Walker, who was yeah. just in Beloved. some, in some mm. great car movies? Finally, sort of getting that mainstream recognition yeah. for Fast movies. But apparently he had some dirt on a charity that was giving money to like a typhoon relief. Hmm. Typhoon Haiyan in the Philippines. Um, 
he found out that apparently, well, this is all apparently, mm. there was a conspiracy to provide victims of this typhoon with this experimental permanent birth control medicine. So into the aid medicine, they had slipped this experimental drug that was going to sterilize everyone, mm. ship that to the typhoon victims. Mm. And he was like, I found out about this. I'm going to blow this wide open. Next yeah. minute. Dead. Dead. I always feel like I've done so much research coming into these. And then we sit down and I'm like, I know fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what, why? How does Paul Walker, star of the Fast franchise, how does he come across such information? Well, he apparently had his fingers in a lot of emergency relief actual organisations. Okay. He, was, he ran like a place that was something to do with getting emergency relief to places like that. He mm. had a heavy hand in it. He was a bit of a philanthropist. Oh, good on him. And a petrol head. Why? My next question is, what's the reason for um, making the Filipino people sterile? I guess it was just an opportunity to test it. Okay. Here's some people who need aid. We've got some aid medicine that's laced with this yeah. stuff. <laughs> we need to get it somewhere. Yeah, it just seems like such a random... There's humanitarian crisis around the world. You just pick one. Yeah. Yeah, well, and they did. Well, they're probably the closest one. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the Philippines is a lot of information coming in and out of the Philippines, whereas, say, one of these African ones where there's, you know... Oh, you're see, somewhere isolated. But yeah. you also want something that's just happened. You can't go, there's been starving people in Africa for decades. We're finally going to send them all this medicine. So the CIA was doing this? Someone was doing it. The CIA, I guess, had their hands in it because they went and hacked his car, didn't they? Yeah. At least they're taking orders from the people doing it. It yeah. didn't help the story not getting out, though, because the story's out. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, how do we know that Paul Walker knew that if he, they killed him? It's kind of like waking up for, from a dream or dying in a dream. People are like, oh, yeah, if you die in a dream, but you don't know. If you just kill, that made no sense. No. <laughs> it just seems, I don't know. I don't buy that one. Yeah. I buy Michael Hastings. I can see that one being a, what do you mm. think, Salty? I Seems like Salty brought a lot of evidence to the table. <laughs> I maybe read a little too far in the wrong direction. <laughs> I think that's why I always blindside Cam because I can't find these little cooked little things and that's like what I focus on. Now that Vault 7 is out, yep. do people still believe that Julian Assange is dead? I don't think I ever did. Doesn't he pop but out on the balcony now and then? Yeah. No. People, people he, say he hasn't been seen in months. Yeah, he has. No, he I has. think he came out on the balcony for this, didn't he? Did he or was it just some blonde guy? Do you know the Pamela Anderson theory? Yes. Yeah, so this okay. is the theory is that Pamela Anderson murdered Julian Assange or assassinated him yep. with a poison salad. Yeah. Right. Did she go visit him? She went to visit him and people were like, why would she do that? Mm. Poison salad. She's like, I brought a salad. And they're like, why would she do that? And then they're like, we haven't heard from Julian lately. Or when we have, he hasn't used like the special code word or something. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the tweets apparently had changed in tone. Well, I mean, I'd suggest that she took a salad because if she was going to go eat with him, she's famously a vegan. Mm. She doesn't know if the Ecuadorian embassy is going to have vegan food. And if they do, is it prepped? Yeah, she doesn't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. It doesn't seem sus at all to me. Or if it's just going to be like when you go to the Edamoga pub and you're like, oh, I'll have the, the vegan option. And they're like, oh, all right. Here's some iceberg lettuce. Yeah. What's this? We just chopped it up on the chopping board that we cook all the steaks on. What's the Edamoga pub? Oh, just a, it's a stand-in for any pub okay. with limited <laughs> vegan options. Look at this folk coming yeah. over here from bloody New Zealand vegan paradise. Yeah, they're all bloody vegans over there. I'll have the vegan option, thanks. Oh, no worries, bro. Here, have a bloody polenta parmigiana. <laughs> we, we don't eat parmigiana in New Zealand. <laughs> you weirdo. Do you think Julian Assange is dead? Alive? No. Alive. He's dead. Yeah, I think he's alive. He's dead as a doornail, you fool. Man, I made some notes about Vault 7. But they're all just really terrible. Yeah. There was also the thing about flying uh, commercial planes remotely. Oh, yeah. Was that in the even in the notes, though? Well, that's what everyone's talking about. Or maybe they're just going, they can hack cars. They must definitely be able to fly planes remotely. Yeah, yeah. And can they fly planes remotely these days? From They'd the control tower? To, surely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can fly a plane remotely. I'm a drone sure. is basically a, drone is a small plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys worried more, more worried about the CIA in the wake of this? No. No. I mean, the thing about the Vault 7 thing is that everything in there is stuff that you already sort um, of knew. Yeah. Or assumed. Yeah. And it wasn't... If you weren't, yeah. If you weren't assuming that every like microphone could be turned into a live microphone, 
it's also still not evidence of anything. Like no. the way they talked about it, as we said before, this is going to be huge. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit like, oh, okay, they are actively going out and exploiting these these exploits and not telling the the you know Samsung or whoever that they've got them, but they're not saying there's no proof of them using any. But like, here's the thing, right? Everyone who has a smartphone, most manufacturers have some sort of feature built in where you can track where your phone is if it gets stolen, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of those have a thing where you can make it so that the camera will just take photos Mm -hmm. without the phone going or anything coming on. So all that shit's built into these devices anyway. So there's, there's nothing unrealistic about thinking that some Uber government agency just is able to exploit that on any one of these things. Yeah. I think the other reason why it's been a bit underwhelming, or there's two reasons, one of which is that the NSA was about mass wide-scale surveillance. Mm. So the NSA revelations were that they were watching everyone. They were reading all your emails. There might not have been anyone doing it personally, but it was going through algorithms, etc. All of this stuff is like targeted things mm. it's only st- like they have to pick someone and do it to them mm. it's not like they're like all right turn on all of the phones at once and a lot it's of like cases batman stuff a lot of cases you have to the the exploits you had to be physically at the phone to, to upload something or whatever can i just bring up something that came up a little while ago and i can't remember you'll have to clear clarify whether or not it was a cia thing remember when pokemon go became a massive thing yeah and everyone was saying it was just someone basically Mapping the inside of every building because everyone's chasing Pokemons with their cameras pointing it around. Yeah, yeah. Mapping virtually the inside of everywhere. Yeah. Was that a CIA link thing or was yeah, that someone that, else? Yeah, and that's come out with the Pokemon names we talked about earlier. People are like, well, Pokemon names. We told you. Because yeah. Nin- Ninetic or whatever the, the company yeah, Niantic. is. Niantic. Nintendo, Niantic. duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Niantic. They were started by people that have links to Google who have links to CIA with some sort of startup money. I think I looked into that that whole side of it and it wasn't really compelling and I got bored. But I mean, yeah, the thing with Pokemon Go is that when that blew up, either someone at the CIA or the NSA was like getting a lot of fucking hand jobs that week or they were like sitting in their office being like, Fucking I told you I told you we should have done this. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think the other reason it's been so underwhelming is they hyped it up so much with all this year zero stuff. Yeah. And all of these little hints and things that people were going crazy about and all these people symbol obsessed people were especially going crazy about. But like the year zero thing. So Sandra had mentioned year zero before about like a Vietnam or one of those countries having some huge upheaval in the 70s. That's that's the time that he'd mentioned Year Zero before all of this stuff. So they're talking about Year Zero like it's this huge, there's going to be this huge thing when this comes out. And then it sort of turns out it's like a joke on Zero Days. Yeah. Because they're like, there's so many Zero Day exploits in this thing that it's like Year Zero, I guess is the joke. Yeah. It's like, you got too punny. You got our hopes up too high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess you need to to mark. Like they had such bad PR in the wake of the uh, elections, mm. they needed to maybe market things a little bit, you know, snazzier, and it, it just backfired. Yeah, get a new PR company, WikiLeaks. The um, agile structure. You noted that they they use the agile structure, Cam, <laughs> which is interesting because we talked about Nazi UFO bases using the agile structure on this podcast. Mm. And we also know that the CIA took a lot of Nazi scientists. Did the Nazis invent Agile? Wouldn't surprise me. Seems like it sometimes. (laughs) Because I tell you what, when I think of Agile, I think of something that's very, very efficient and effective. I don't actually. (laughs) I did did see, speaking of the Nazi moon bases, I did see someone, of course, saying that Vault 7 was just a controlled release. To distract from the Nazi moon bases? Or just, well, it was not from Nazi moon bases, just from UFOs in general. I did see in the lead up to Vault 7, Vault 7 was going to be to do with Antarctica and maybe it's a vault in Antarctica. Mm. And I think there might be seed vaults somewhere. Yeah, Yeah, there's Scandinavia somewhere. In Norway, maybe? Yeah. The the Svergard seed vault? Yeah. Yeah, because some guy was like, all right. Because they, firstly, also they put out like pictures 
like WikiLeaks were tweeting like images of actual vaults, right? Of like things with like what is Vault Seven, where is Vault Seven, why is Vault Seven? Before this was like part of their hype campaign, and one of the things was like a uh, picture of the Svergard or whatever it's called Seed Vault, and then there was some other picture that was like a plane that had eleven nine on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the vault where the planes are. Area 51, Vault 7 at Area 51. And then, but then there was some other picture of something, and I can't remember, it, I don't remember what the actual photo was, but apparently it had metadata on it saying what date it had been taken on. It was like this particular day, and all of these like things were somehow connected to this day, which is also the day that uh, like the Turkish election is going to be on. So they're like, oh, maybe it's going to be the Turkish, <laughs> about the Turkish election. That's so they just kind of lied. Famous thing going to change the entire world you know yeah. i'm hanging for it this is the the, you know, the first of apparently thousands of releases mm. of to do with vault 7 but i think they could have led with something a little bit stronger their opener could have been better yeah i thought i also thought it was interesting that they've redacted so much of it mm. and it's like they're not, not they're not known for doing that mm. i guess they've copped flack in the past for not doing it they're just releasing stuff verbatim and then people get in trouble yeah but on the other hand, it's like they've gotten in trouble for that in the past, but like they've never been like sorry about that. Mm. And it's not like Julian Assange has been getting any less crazy. So it makes me wonder whether the documents they got were redacted. And why would that be? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. They're like, oh, no, we don't want to like get any CIA agents in trouble. Yeah. Let's just take all the names off the. So does that lend credence to that it was a controlled release? Yeah. Maybe I did see There's some weird stuff in there There was like one email chain Where it was like Working out someone's nickname <laughs> Call me T-Bone <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much But then they'd redacted out All of the nicknames Except for like one variation Right mm. That's interesting mm. Well Anything more on Vault 7? I think that's about it Yeah I don't think so Hey Julian Assange When you hear this Maybe a bit juicier next time yeah. you hype something up. He's definitely listening to this. Oh, totally. He's got nothing but time on his hands. So what are we going to talk about now? Let me tell you what we're going to talk about now, Cam. We're going to talk about the World Wrestling Federation, World Wrestling Entertainment. We're going to be talking Illuminati. We're going to be talking Freemasons. We're going to be talking Flat Earth. It's everything, brother. Oh, yeah. You redlined the gear on that one, Macho Man Randy Savage. But yeah, who knew that the WWE was such a hotbed for conspiracies? Well, I mean, it's all in a big square. It is in a it's big a squared square. squared circle. Squared circle. What significance does a square have? <laughs> well, the squared circle is the biblical thing proving flat earth. Yeah, okay, no, the good four point. Four angels at the corners of the square with the circle inside. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. We're, we're jumping so far ahead of ourselves <laughs> here, it's crazy. But outside of the whole, <laughs> it's not real yeah. thing. That Wait, was, what? <laughs> you know, like, for years, all I thought the controversy over wrestling was was that it wasn't real. It's funny that people still point that out. Like yeah. smugly You mentioned wrestling Like you know it's not real yeah. It's like yeah. we've known that for we've, a long time We're all across this now You don't need to keep telling us yeah. uh, Not everyone's across it <laughs> <laughs> We've just broken Cam's little heart Oh sorry Cam <laughs> No but I mean Not everyone is across it I was looking at stuff about Wrestling and conspiracies And I, I was seeing like Some of the wrestler, Like the conspiracy people Going to wrestling And they're like the people, they're noticing the sheeple around them don't realise that it's fake. Right. Are they noticing that or they're just seeing people having fun? Hmm, and those, these people aren't. I think some people do think it's real. I don't know. How much of a sheeple do you have to actually be to be drinking in that? Like, if you if you go to wrestling going, this is real, you will buy everything. Yeah. You will not doubt that the earth is round. But you're saying the conspiracy theorists are noting other people thinking it's real yeah so these crazy people are going to a public event and going everyone around me is crazy yeah okay all right well let's start with the logo because i've got a few things in the logo yeah uh, wwe it used to be the wwf they got sued 
There was ongoing legal battles with the World, World Wildlife, Wildlife Foundation. Foundation. Yeah. Was that necessary? Was that a necessary legal battle to have with people confusing them? I remember it being a bit of a thing in like the 80s and 90s. I remember it being a thing. I don't remember why it had to be a yeah. thing. They, they exist in very different spheres, I would think, yeah. or flats. Hmm. I haven't heard much from the <laughs> the World Wildlife Federation for a long time. Have they? They're, they're still around? They're still they're around. Still around. Oh, okay. I see the little panda still, logo pop yeah, up now. Still bothering then. pandas. Yeah. But yeah, heavy, um, you know, heavy Freemason involvement in the wrestling. But yeah, the, the logo. The logo. We'll start with the logo. WWE. When it was a WWF, it was the two W's and an F. Yeah. And then they changed it to, to World Wrestling Entertainment. They dropped the strokes down the side that make the F. But they didn't add an E. And it's been pointed out by our good friend Russian Vids that if you take the WW logo... Flip it on its side, turn it 90 degrees counterclockwise. What do you get? 33. 33. The highest Masonic number. The highest degree of Masonic in the uh, English and Scottish Masons. Why? Like, So they had to change the name. Yeah. They were already pretty popular. Everyone knew who they were. Yeah. Mm. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Was a thing. HH. 88. Yeah. 88 yeah. miles per hour. Back to the future. Someone said that on the video, right? Russian vids, yeah. Yeah, right. It's another one of his. Why, like, they could have just called it 33 Wrestling or, like, Freemason. You know what I mean? Like, they had enough recognition. Because they have to keep it a secret still. But what I think, here's, here's what we're getting at, right? If the WWF doesn't have enough Illuminati world Masonic clout to keep WWF, but the World Wildlife Federation yeah, how does. <laughs> how are they not winning that lawsuit? How powerful are the Masons in control of the WWF? The actual, the, the pandas. The, the panda guys. This is something we didn't even bother to look at. That's a good point. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. Or black and white pandas. It's like Masonic black and they white. They are black and white. Oh my God. I'm going to... Did the wrestling people have to go through that humiliation though to get initiated? See, yeah. Good thinking. But it wasn't Thank even you. really like a public humiliation. <laughs> no, they were just like, we're making billions of dollars. We'll change our name, whatever. I also saw, like, much less creative than spinning it around. People just being like, look at all the triangles in the logo. It's like, come on. It's so lazy. There was a lot of... But who's the real lazy ones? Yeah. I reckon the Freemasons, they can't even bother to hiding it. A lot of talk about hidden symbols in the the hand signals that the the wrestlers throw up when they come out and do their intro walks. John Cena does his... I mean, to me, that just means A-OK. Yeah. But it's, it's also 666, right? So... He's throwing up the 666s every time he comes out. Every wrestler comes out and throws up the devil horns. You've got a Diamond Dallas Page who's throwing all the diamond throwing around. diamonds and triangles up. It's been interesting with uh, the AOK recently. Uh, a lot of like sort of liberal conspiracy theorists, like people who are like freaking out about Trump and Russia, etc. They're saying the AOK means white power. So you put up your three fingers and then the last finger attaches to the thumb. So you've got a W with mm. the three, and then your arm and your thumb and the finger make up a P. So they're seeing well, like, because oh yeah. okay, like the I think because there's like the Pepe, yeah. There's that one Pepe meme where he's doing like the AOK, okay. But that's just because he's a smug frog, yeah, yeah. But then some of these Trump guys in their photo ops are doing this AOK thing, probably aping the Pepe thing, yeah, just because it rolls people up yeah and they're reading a lot into it but yeah i just thought that was interesting re-a-ok the These um, idiots that think it's what means white power when actually it means 666 they're just playing into the illuminati while they're thinking they're mocking it um there was so gorilla monsoon was was also he was a commentator in the 80s and he has a lot of hand symbols just as he's talking he had his hands on a diamond this person i was, I was watching who was this uh, Russian bits. Um, <laughs> he also found Johnny Canine. You guys come across Johnny Canine? Uh, I don't know. No one's come across Johnny Canine because he was never a famous wrestler. Because he didn't do the. Well, no, the he price? was doing. He was doing the X. So he would have his hands up this above is his. Nineteen eighty four thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so weird that Russian bits didn't talk about Degeneration X, the the team. The team. Whose whole shtick was the X? Yeah, and X is everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, and like X Pack was that guy's name. Yeah, yeah, they were all about all about X's and also like being a secret cabal. Do you actually think in wrestling and also behind the scenes in real life 
to control the actual storylines. Right. Do you think Russian Viz just gave up watching wrestling in the 80s? And like, <laughs> <laughs> there's so much now that like he probably... I did, he did mention like Triple H and a couple of like more more modern people. Yeah. And which he, he goes, Triple H... Henry Hunter, whatever his name is. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. That's a whole thing for another video. I was oh. like, oh, God. <laughs> That's a whole video. But the, like the Ascension are a tag team that have a triangle with the Egyptian eye in it as their symbolism. Well, he, I think it was him that even got down into like um, lightning bolts and things like that. Yeah. He would lightning bolts and then he found like a Bible scripture that mentioned lightning bolts and that was proof. But again, it was like a tag team no one's ever heard of. Yeah. It wasn't like the rockers or anyone. And does he? I just think does he not understand this cool design aesthetic? Yeah, yeah. Like these things are just cool symbols. Can that not be the case? I actually I had that noted down um, another video, the Vigilant Christian. I think it was a Vigilant Christian. No, I did watch one of his videos. Uh, Vrilex. Yes. Um, and he's like, he was showing a lot of satanic shit. Some you know old timey devils from way back, drawn way back in the day. And my only thought was like, yeah, these are some pretty sweet looking devils. So yeah, uh, they've done a good job with, with drawing these devils. But he was going on about Daniel Bryant, who was a, became the, the champion for a while there. His thing was he was the goat greatest of all time. Yeah. So he, he used to goat a lot. Uh, and then he just showed some sweet goat pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Well, goats are symbols for devils, right? Yeah. I yeah. actually saw there was a guy that just had a big bushy beard. Yeah, like that was some, him. Yeah. 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 It was like, he's got a big beard like a goat. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> so his his thing was he was the goat. Um, yeah, and he just showed a whole bunch of like goat pictures and then some ominous music. And then it ended. Some of these guys must have stopped watching in the eighties though, because like you know, in like the two thousands, it sort of went into the re- the reality era yeah. of wrestling where they like they like they broke kayfabe a bit. Yeah, like they stopped pretending everything was real. Yeah, but then they were like all of this. Backstage stuff is real as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then all of that was fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then part of that was that there was like conspiracies. Yeah. There was like guys saying there's like the conspiracy to stop me from being like the top of the, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. So there are actual, like there's the Montreal screw job, which is a famous conspiracy in wrestling. Maybe we'll talk about that at the end. That's a Bret Hart thing, right? Mm, mm. I came across oh the nwo was the big one yeah that's um, like they're not even bothering yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and he's like this guy's like you know they've got huge ratings this is a, a group in wcw a rival uh yeah uh run by ted turner and this guy said uh ted turner's famously um had a depopulation plan yeah uh and freemason yep uh and then he bought a bought out the nwo and they got super popular and he was saying you can't even Google the NWO now because now all you get is the wrestling stuff. Yeah. But on, like, he Google managed it to prove it, but literally the first result was a pyramid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just, like, scrolled down, so that was all the wrestling stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, to, to, his, to his credit, most of it was wrestling stuff, but the first result was literally still a... I mean, oh, man, to the credit of anyone who thinks that the wrestling is an Illuminati front, I did watch the video of uh, Donald Trump... Like uh, beating up Vince McMahon, <laughs> yeah, and so I can't, I don't know what Vince McMahon had done to upset the Donald, yeah, but uh, he wasn't having it. He slammed him down, gave him a few punches to the head, and then they tied him up in a ch- they tied Vince McMahon up in a chair, yeah. and Donald Trump shaved his head, yeah, while they held him down. But as they're doing this, Vince McMahon's like, I'm so humiliated. This is oh. so humiliating. Ah, okay. Not oh. even hiding it. There's also the, the team called the Twin Towers. Yeah, this, yes. is, this is what I got a lot of stuff on. There was a right. whole, I saw a whole thing about the Twin Towers so the, predicting. Yeah, it's talking about like um, predictive programming where they, they put stuff into culture and, and media to get us used to things happening. And they reckon that back in 1989 or whatever it was, the WWF had this team called the Twin Towers. It was these two massive blokes who were a tag team. Which is a pretty good name for two massive blokes and a tag team. Then they also had a tag team called Demolition. And whenever they would fight, Demolition would always win. Demolition De- would always beat the Twin Towers. Demolition were the t- dominant tag team of the 80s anyway. Yeah. So they beat everyone. So then they also had Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage who were called the superpowers. Mega powers. The mega powers or whatever it was. And there's all these like 
this footage of them doing their pre stuff to camera and they're going, the Twin Towers are going to crumble. Right. Well, this is going to happen. Did I write it down? I think I wrote down something. But they're saying, you know, all this is going to happen when the Twin Towers come tumbling down. It's going to be rubble when the Twin Towers come down. This is like, I don't know, 12 years before it happened or whatever. Yeah. But it's weird that they're like, oh, this is predictive programming for 9-11. And they're not like, oh, this is predictive programming for when like a bomb went off in the Twin Towers like a few years later. (laughs) Well, then then they were saying that, so the WWF had the Twin Towers and then the WCW also had a tag team called the Skyscrapers, which was these two guys. But then later they introduced a third guy to this tag team. So Russian vids were saying that's like Tower 1, Tower 2, Building 7. But the fact that, like, I'm actually not that familiar with, like, the construction of the twin of the twin towers facility yeah the fact that there was there is a building called building seven i understand that it went down after they said that it had fallen on the news yeah and that it's proof yeah that it was all controlled demolition yeah but isn't the fact that there is a building seven doesn't that suggest there was also a building six five four and three yeah they also fell down yeah yeah but it's like, why is it? So there was the sky, there was the skyscrapers. All right, one of them is the first tower. Yeah. The other one's the second tower, and then the third one's Building Seven. Yeah. It's like there should be seven guys in this team, or more, if there was like Building Eight after that. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. But I mean, that's not really manageable for a team. Three no. is probably optimal if you're yeah. going to do day to day wrestling things. Yeah. If you're starting a wider group like the NWA, NWO, you can get bigger groups. But they all get a bit bloated and that's when they kind of... Yeah, if we're doing like a Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Or a Survivor Series scenario. They always quite often have big tag teams in that. Yeah. I just think it must have been a tough like conversation at wrestling headquarters when they're like, we've got to predict this event in (laughs) (laughs) fucking 11 years. How are we going to do it? All right. And also you need to... There's going to be three buildings that come down... And one of them is going to be ambiguous, so you've got to have a guy for that. Mm. Mm. Also, if you've got two guys, you're going to call them either the Twin Towers or Skyscrapers mm. after you've seen the success of the Twin Towers and, and your rival. And then if you were fighting them, if I was a Hulk Hogan, I was fighting them and I, and I need some microphone banter, yeah. the first thing I'm going to go to is the Twin Towers are going to crumble. Yeah. yeah. They're coming if, down. If Those he had towers said, are coming down. If he had said, I'm going to hijack a plane with a box cutter, fly it into those planes, blame it on Afghanistan, find buildings and blame it on Afghanistan, then maybe would go, actually, that's a little bit sus. So he tied his, his 1989 wrestling predictive programming of 9-11 into how it's also been clues through The Simpsons and Back to the Future and all these other things throughout you know, popular culture leading up to it. Some of them are a little dubious. <laughs> Sorry, more so than that. Kurt Cobain has a t-shirt on in a photo And if you flip it, part of the pattern kind of looks like a 9-11 Like mm. it's as deep as that So much effort goes into these um, I also wrote down one guy read part of a WWE transcript Like it was evidence Yeah. And if you read like a WWE transcript out slowly It just sounds the most stupid thing in the world Yeah. And it's just like, see, who talks like this? Yes <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the vigilant Christian. Uh, the ultimate, he claims the ultimate warrior was sacrificed. Mm. Uh, he calls that one a celebrity death. The ultimate warrior is well past his prime at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was weird that he was inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Went on TV, did a speech where he specifically talked about every man's heart beats its last beat yeah, and every yeah. man draws his last breath and then the next day he died <laughs> of a heart attack. <laughs> like, that's pretty cooked, right? Well, if you've ever looked up uh, Ultimate Warrior and his club of... Um, he ended up converting to being an evangelical Christian and he had a group... I can't remember what they were called. Maybe just the Little Warriors or whatever. Uh, his website was full of shit just like that. It was... Like it's his shtick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the kind of thing he would say every day. Yeah. Um yeah, he got really weird there for a while. Yeah. And, and he paid and the price. Yeah, yeah. And then that last thing he did in the ring, he couldn't even be bothered doing his face paint. He just had like a foam rubber 
<laughs> mask of his face paint on. Yeah, he was phoning it in at the end there. But yeah, him, Roddy Piper also apparently taken out yep. because he had beef with people who had nefarious pasts with the WWE. Um, the Russian vids one, coming back to, to Johnny Canine, he had a lot on Johnny Canine. Yeah. Never heard of this guy. The famous None. wrestler yeah. Johnny Canine. <laughs> and he was, he was fighting a guy called Sam Houston. Uh, that's when the commentator, Gorilla Monsoon, said the ex that Johnny Canine did, that's what they did in 1984, showing respect to Big Brother. Uh, and at the time he was fighting Sam Houston, also the name of a famous Freemason. Mm. Houston, in like Scottish times, translates from hewers of stone. So, Mason. Definitely Mason. Did we? Did you mention the other day that Vince McMahon actually is a Mason? No. <laughs> no, no, no. So, apparently Lex Luger, one of the videos I was watching talking about all these wrestlers who went really big and he showed footage of uh, like Stone Cold Steve Austin in an interview with a press guy on TV and he gives him the Masonic handshake. Oh, I saw that. Is that the Masonic handshake, Cam? Which one? There's where you like, you kind of... That one. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. Do a little, weird little thing with your thumb. Like a little dainty thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Stone Cold Steve Austin did that and apparently Stone Cold Steve Austin got really massively famous after his famous thing where he come out and said about John 316, this is Austin 316. He was like ridiculing the Bible and the, yeah. so the Illuminati were like, you're all right, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be a big you're star. Um, but Lex Luger also got really famous and Russian vids tracked down some charter list of all these celebrity Freemasons mm. and Lex Luger belongs to a Freemasonry lodge oh. somewhere. It's on public record. Why would the Freemasons spend so much time meddling and wrestling? Or are they just spending time meddling in anything? The multi-billion dollar entertainment industry. But I mean, if you yeah. want to get a message out, yeah, it's a lot of people watch it. And if you if you're in the predictive programming game, or if you're in the like Illuminati satanic tribute game, mm-hmm. is it? Firstly, it's like it's every week you're putting on a fo- little false flag mm-hmm. that you can That's true. you can do as a tribute to whatever you're going to be doing down the track, or uh, if you yeah, if you want to be brainwashing people into being ready to accept things it's the best way to do it because you're reaching this huge audience that said though like they've spent years and years millions of dollars on getting people ready for 9-11 people weren't really ready for 9-11 it seemed like (laughs) well and also wrestling is famously ridiculous famously like Pretty awful, just whole like backroom dealings and, and the plot lines and everything's really awful. It's not a like it's carny folk with a lot of money, right? No disrespect to carny folk. I always assumed you were carny folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen you jump on the back of a bloody Dodgem car. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they do so many ridiculous things, you know, mm. things like The Undertaker and Kane, who are very demonic. They don't really come up in these videos, which is kind of surprising. Kane did just because of his name. Yeah. The biblical sort of. Not the fact thing. that he was. Like a monster, yeah, right, yeah. Even um, the Undertaker who died, right? Yeah, his whole shtick was like he'd raised from the dead and yeah, things yeah. like that. Um, the Undertaker was that Building Seven guy of the. Oh yeah, he was too. Yeah, so they could get away with anything at this point in terms of characters. They could literally have a fucking Freemason character, yeah, who literally just gets made the champ of the thing and yeah. then was like conditions us to knowing that that's okay. Yeah. So why don't they? Well, maybe that's the next thing. Yeah, maybe then, these guys who have the little bloody Illuminati eye on their thing is the start. What guys have the Illuminati? The yeah. team. There was a tag team I mentioned. Both majors ago though. Yeah, can you pay attention? No, no. This was a reasonably reasonably new team. Ah, okay. Judging by the screenshot he showed. Yeah, right. Called, I don't know, something. Yeah, but like the the plot lines. The ascension. They had um the nation of domination there for a while, which was the sort of. Uh, black Islamic group, the Muslim Brotherhood kind of a thing. But, so they, you know, they do go for those kind of plot lines. They just don't seem to do the Freemasons. Yeah. Mm. Maybe the Masons are like, look, we're too serious to be made fun of. <laughs> we'll use you as our mouthpiece and our agenda-pushing media platform. Yeah. But we're not putting our face on it. Yeah. Now, what was the Montreal screw job? This okay. is getting to real WWE so this conspiracy is, this is the famous, territory now. So this is the famous issue with uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. 
who was involved in a conspiracy at some point. I, I didn't really understand what was happening with that one. The person who was saying that was like, um, you know, this homosexual iconography and stuff like that. Mm. But I mean, it's wrestling. Yeah, like it's. Well, sorry, where's the homosexual iconography supposed to be in a bunch of sweaty dudes <laughs> slamming into each other? Um, but so he, him, and Bret Hart fought for the the title. Bret Hart was currently holding the title. This was a pay per view event in Montreal, and Bret Hart thought he was supposed to win. Yeah. If I get some minor detail wrong, don't don't tell us. I don't care that yeah. much. He was supposed to win, and he. Vince McMahon actually reversed the the flow of the match with Shawn Michael and Shawn Michael and the ref being in on it. Brett the Hitman Hart wasn't into it. Jesus Christ! He wasn't. He so he didn't know what the script was. He, he, he thought, thought the script was he was going to win the match. Yeah. Yep. They flipped it on him without telling him. You got to tell him. Yeah. So if they didn't tell him, and then then it was a happened really quickly. The crowd were booing. They turned on because it was Brett the Hitman Hart's home turf. Yeah. They turned on on the Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels and. They had to rush out of the stadium and then uh, Brett Hitman Hart left the organisation as a result. Yeah, that was when he went to WCW, I think. Yeah. Uh, so that apparently was... So that was... I think that's all verified and that's what happened. Yeah. And then now there's another conspiracy saying that he was actually in on it for some reason and then he could go to the WCW and make more money and then the WCW had a... A good plot line out of it So it was all actually a plan Yeah right Right so all of the wrestling federations Are in on it together Yeah So even everything's fake Yes Yeah <sighs> Well now now WWE owns WCW Yeah yeah, yeah. What's just, You go ahead Cam I was going to say Just on the point of People not realising that it's all fake <laughs> Yes I did see about When Vince McMahon was blown up Oh yeah Firstly the, Well there's like some old uh, Like Opie and Anthony radio show where I think it's like Brett Hart or one of these guys calls in and he was talking about like the day after that happened and all of these people calling up. I was like, is Vince okay? (laughs) (laughs) But also WWE stock went down after they killed Vince McMahon on screen. I think that particular one, because normally you can tell, like say when something goes wrong, the commentators sort of changed their tone and, and sort of you know, something's happened here. And I, I'm i pretty sure around that one they tried to make it look as convincing as possible. Mm. And I think they actually had to go back on that and say, actually, yeah, we were. Well, they uh, also they went back on it because there was the, I think, the murder-suicide with uh, that other wrestler at around the same time. Chris Benoit? Yeah, I think it was Chris Benoit or someone someone else died yeah, yeah. at around that same time. And they're like, this is sort yeah. of in poor taste. Yeah, yeah. There's also a conspiracy around Owen Hart's death and the, the sloppiness that led to him dying in the ring. And then there's a conspiracy about Macho Man, you did the voice of earlier. Yeah. Uh, apparently he slept with Vince McMahon's daughter when she was 17, Ooh, which is yeah. why he never got... <laughs> Cut that (laughs) (laughs) Which is why he never got voted into the Hall of Fame Until after he died He was kept down What a great persona that guy had What was his persona? He always had lots of big tassels and fluorescent colours and stuff And he did his all Oh yeah He looked like he was just going to explode all the time He wasn't really a macho man You know what I mean? Like he He was tough He was a tough dude Don't get me wrong But he was very flamboyant Yeah when he went to the okay. NWO yeah. in WCW, yeah. he went all black and looked really tough. Yeah, yeah. He was quite old by then. Yeah. But I still wouldn't have wanted to mess with him. Anything else on wrestling? Oh, you know, I don't think so. Oh, okay. So recently, AJ Styles, yeah. a WWE superstar, mm-hmm. was asked about Flat Earth. And he said, look, I don't believe the Earth is flat, but I think there's something there. He did that old thing, the Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, look, yeah. I think I think it's worth I think it's worth questioning. Yeah, it's worth having a discussion about. Yeah. yeah, and then basically the WWE just turned around and started ridiculing him about being a flat earther, which is apparently what they do. Which is what the NBA did as well. Yeah, exactly. This is what they do. The Illuminati and everyone get these people, and they're like, "Oh, you're into that shit." Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> because they don't want us to know. 
Yeah. Seems like a roundabout way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were, say, again, if you were the WWE, you wanted to do that, you'd just have a team called the Flat Earthers. Yeah. And then we just they just lose all the time. Yeah. That's too obvious. Look, I'm, all we're saying is we should be able to have a discussion about these issues. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Coopers. <laughs> the other thing that Russian vids uh, about Flat Earth was he had footage of Brooke, uh, sorry, Brooke, Brock Lesnar. Uh, he said at one point he feels like he lives in a dome. There you go. That's it. Yeah, hundred percent proof. Yeah, there Huge. you go. That's about it. Jesse Ventura, he questioned him and why he uses his stage name now that he's in politics. Because mm. his real name doesn't isn't catchy. Yeah, no one knows what his real name is. Hey, you need to like win popular people. Do I use a name no one knows or the name people associate with it? Yeah. Sweet movie that I was in where I was super buff, killing predators. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Singular, predator. Predator, sorry. The one other wrestling thing I saw was, uh, is The Rock a clone? <laughs> And? Yeah, obviously. Well, this, huh. video, this video was like... <laughs> He's clearly a woman as well. Yeah, yeah. This video was like, look, there are four different types of clones. There's a DNA clone where they just clone your genetics. There's like an android, like hu- like a sort of part human, part robot android. Then there's like the all robot android, but it still looks like a human. Mm. And then there's just lookalikes mm. where they just get... They look for people that look like you to replace you or whatever. And they had all these, then they had all these photos of the rock side by side with other photos from him at different stages. Mm. And it's like, see? And yeah, it's like his look has changed over the years mm. with, with like fluctuating weights. Yeah, he's also gotten older and gotten way more tanky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought the guy that spends tons of time lifting weights yeah. for different movies yeah looks different over the over time but again there at no point where they're like and this is why they had to clone the rock right well i mean if you had the chance to clone anyone in the world yeah top of my list yeah the rock the rock probably an army of rocks oh. here's a funny note go do some research look up some photos of the rock and look up some photos of rob schneider Okay. Yeah, okay. They look strangely similar, and I would love to see them in like a twins type remake. <laughs> it could be the resurgence of Rob Schneider's career. Well, he, you know, he's famously now just a crazy anti-vaxxer, so Right. <laughs> you know, maybe he needs a bit of a career boost. I feel like the for the rock that was put to the rock, whose career is still on the up. Yeah. He'd be like, uh, no, no, no. I think I'll pass on that one. One of his clones Straight in. One of his clones to do it. Yeah. Hey, do we have any updates on PK Truth or are we just done with this guy? Uh, he's been going on and on. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what this is, go back to the start. Yeah, of listen this podcast. to start. What was the video I saw today he put up? He's been putting out a bunch of videos. He's obsessed with like this one shoe. Yeah. Which has come off someone's foot when they've been hit by a car. And it's yeah. like, he's treading in some dangerous water. Mm. He... It was quite funny. The one, some of the footage he has had of this shoe, where he's like, "It's the left shoe," and you can see it lying here. And then the cameraman moves. Cameraman clearly stops. I think the cameraman trips on the shoe, and then the footage keeps on going. And then the cameraman turns back, and the shoe's moved slightly. And mm. It's just like eighteen seconds it took for that shoe to be replaced with the other side with of the, the foot with the right shoe. Right shoe, but yeah. you can clearly see it's not. Yeah. And the cameraman, you can clearly see the cameraman stumble where exactly where that shoe is. Mm. And there's also there's the, some other shoe that's on the ground. There's, so there's like a woman who's been hit by a car on the ground. There's people giving her first aid. There's like one woman who's sort of kneeling just to the side of it. She's like, this person on the ground's being taken care of. She feels, she looks like she feels like she should be doing something. She's not quite sure what. There's a shoe on the ground next to her. Like in the in the pathway, mm. she picks it up and moves it, and PK is like, "Why would she do that?" It's like, well, we just saw this other guy trip over a shoe, so <laughs> yeah. she, maybe it's to do with that, and maybe she's thinking, "Look, at least this poor person who's just been hit by a car will have their shoes yeah. when they get out of hospital." And yeah, when if you're in that situation, and as you said, you look like you feel like you should be doing something, but most people can't really do much. Grab a shoe Grab a Move shoe Move it out of the way He also put out a video he, So he's been uh, Like falling back on his Acting experience As an extra Yeah So he's got He's Reckons he's got all of this insight Into How extras act mm. And so he's like Look at all these people On their mobile phones 
because that's what you, that's what they get <laughs> extras and shots to do to like talk on their mobile phones, Be- like as if they were re- as if they were real people. <laughs> so I wonder why they do that in the movies. Imagine, say, if you were involved in a, a massive thing that happened in the CBD and people died, mm. and you knew that people were wondering if you had also died, would you, A, you might, be on your phone or not be on your phone? You might get on the you, phone. Well, he has this, sh- there's this footage of this woman on her phone and she's like sort of fast walking up the street on her phone. And he's like, see, this is how they do it. This is like what they get the extras to do. And then the next time you see this woman a few minutes later and she's coming out of like a, a shop or like a, an arcade with this bag... He's like, see, but now she's got her next prop and she's going on to the next thing. Now, when Salty sort of described that to me, I said, I bet she's gotten medical supplies. Yeah, yeah. she's been into a pharmacy in there. And then when I watched the video, it's like she's got a pharmacy bag. Yeah. She, and then she goes over to help people and she starts giving people <laughs> stuff out of the bag. It's like just from being told a very vague description of what was happening, I not being this fucking details-obsessed lunatic, <laughs> I could tell you what was going on. It's like, he's like, look at the shoe. It's like, look at the fucking logo on the bag. See if you can derive any insights from that. Now, he put a video out yesterday or today of some attack that happened in... Germany? uh, Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. An axe attack. And he's put this video up going, look at this photo. It's bloody bullshit. Look at it. Here's a photo of this axe attack in Dusseldorf. And here's the axeman. And there's a victim on the ground there in this CCTV photo. But where have we seen this woman before? That's right. At the fake Boston bombing. And then he shows a screenshot of this woman on the ground in Boston. And then it goes back to the photo from Dusseldorf. Clearly the photo from Dusseldorf is a photoshopped picture. And I've gone, you can just tell by looking at it. And I'm like, why is he ranting about this when that's clearly fake? And he's on some news site with a really dubious name i'm like surely not dude surely fucking come on and then people in the comments are going fucking fuck you i'm never listening to your shit again this is so fake people have turned on i'm not any but then like after people have done that and people have gone the footage of the axe dude is actually from something that happened in the u.s years ago and that chick's been photoshopped in this is all fake and that news site's a dodgy fake news site Eventually, PK started commenting going, of course it's fake, you fucking dickheads. That's why I did it. If you believe that, you believe anything, you bloody sheep. It's like, did he put that up as like a false thing or did he put it up thinking he was onto something and then he's gone, oh, shit. Actually. He's pulled a Jim Shembury on us. I've bloody bloody put up a video here and it's got too many comments now that I I can't just take it down. Can't admit that I'm wrong. I have to just bloody pretend that I was fooling everyone. It's like, dude, you're either going to be the guy who tells the truth or you're going to be the guy who your watchers aren't going to know whether you're trying to trick them or not. I think I decided this week that I'm done with PK. Yeah. yeah. Until something happens and then I'm probably going to see what he's up to. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We're going to close the book on PK. Let's, let's shut the book. All right. We'll shut the book. PK, go jump in a lake. Yeah. It's been real. <laughs> 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 Should we wrap this up? I, I just noticed I got called a fascist on the internet just then. All right. Let's nice. uh, by someone whose username is at... At Patriarchy Media, just called me a fascist. Yeah, sounds right. Um, below, this is this is kind of relevant. Below that tweet, he's RT'd someone saying, posting a video that says, when someone says the Crusades are bad, and there's pictures of people in like knight armor doing a bit. Who's uh, this fucking Templar bloke hassling you on the internet? He's also saying there's only three reasons why Barack Obama would like to live in Washington, D.C., Number one, he's planning something. Number two, he's afraid of something. Number three, both. Yeah. Well, also uh, number three, whack another three next to that. Yeah. So this guy at at Patriarchy Media, I feel like he's going to pop up. There's right. a few other things that uh, he's he's a bit of a conspiracy man. Has he called you out over your beer article? Yeah, call me a fascist. Rightly so. Well, all right, folks. See you later. Yeah. Oh, we'll, 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 uh, find us on the internet. Oh, yeah. fuck. All right. Edit me saying see you later then. Uh, Luke, if they want to find you and your fascist views on the internet, where can they look? You can get me at Ale of a Time. Salty. At Saltmarsh on the Twitters. And you can find me at Sexenheimer. Um, find us on the internet. Oh, we had three ratings on iTunes. 
Nice. Yeah, so if people are enjoying this, do jump onto iTunes and leave us a review because they do help us. Helps us get up the chart. Yeah. Mm. We're gunning for two dope dads. Yeah. Yeah. Two stoners who have a podcast about parenting. Yeah. They're fucking killing the charts. Yeah. Well, people want to listen to things about parenting, I guess. Like, oh, parenting is so real. Smoke some weed. Just talking my language. Yeah. Fucking two dope dads. We're coming for you, two dope dads. Yeah. Give us some likes. Thanks, bye. Yeah, smash the buttons. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said don't worry about a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind-altering drugs. About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation In which to disarm Australia I said don't worry About a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry About a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just...